The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. The name of the episode is Thanos' Rough Draft, although it very nearly was Endless Bummer. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's starting to get to me. Anyway, uh, through technology, we are able to get most of the gang back together uh, to bring you another brand new episode. Rebecca could not make it, sadly. We miss her. Uh, She had some uh, stuff that she had to do could not make the recording but uh, everybody else is there and uh, we have pretty good time actually it's 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 been i hope it's been helping you it's certainly been helping us to get together and talk all of us at least once a week and uh, so I, I hope that our conversations are helping you as well i uh, get through the endless bummer <laughs> yeah anyway uh we had we had a good time in this episode thanos's rough draft and uh, we'll get to it in a moment just a couple of quick reminders that uh, our Patreon content continues to uh, go up. We talk about it in the episode, but if you want to go there and take a look, and it's it's very inexpensive, and we get you some extra content at least twice a week. It's patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. And, uh, well, we'll talk about it in the episode coming up, but there you go. Uh, this podcast continues to be made free, available to you. We haven't missed an episode except maybe two in 12 years. Every Monday you get a new one, and it's because of sponsors like these that help pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Go and help out Dave. Uh, The hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. He's also doing curbside uh, and also mail delivery. He will mail you your comic books. So uh, get a hold of him. Talk to him. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Also, Haster Games, another, uh, wow, during the quarantine, you want to, feeling all cooped up at home, you want to play some games with your family or whoever you're locked up with. Haster Games, locally owned and operated, they're also doing curbside service. All you have to do is go to the HasterGames.com, HasterGames.com website, shop, buy your games, call them when you get to the store, someone will bring it out to your vehicle. Safe and convenient. So, uh. Haster Games. They are at 6831 South State or go to hastergames.com. All right, let's get to this episode. It's Thanos' Rough Draft. Please do enjoy. We are not in the basements. Well, we're all in our respective basements. Yeah. But there's, uh, there's basements happening. But thanks I'm to technology. Thanks to technology, we're all able to gather together. Oh, this very day, and bring you a Geek Show podcast. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. This is sounding weirdly familiar. <laughs> I know, right? Are we at a press conference? Sure. He wants to know if we're at a press conference. He's Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, people? Hopefully, you guys are all in positive spirits, giving that positive energy. Uh, follow me on social media at It's Jay Whitaker. And thank you for supporting Full Feather Friday. I love it. I love the energy. I took a week off. We're doing season two next week. So, birds, fuck yeah. Um, birds. Lee, just took, Lee just took a tug off uh, rubbing alcohol. Look well, he's just following the president's orders. That's funny because 
inject it's only it's only seventy percent ISO. I'm doing oh, yeah, shots of I, I'm doing shots of Clorox because the president told me to. <laughs> Let's all take a sip of Clorox now, shall we? Ah. Well, I, I did get a I did get a limerita, so that's a very nice it's pretty equivalent. Close. Really <laughs> it's close. pretty close. And I'm washing it down with Surge. <laughs> oh, you've been to Burger King, haven't you? Can only get it at Burger King, man. That's right. Surge. Is that right? I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know and that. Tony. That's funny. Oh, I see a Mountain Dew there on uh, yeah. on Jay's screen. He, very he nice. sees yeah. a Mountain Dew. He's <laughs> the producer and designated driver of the program. He is Quad T to Tall Tony. I see him everywhere all the time. It's like a radar <laughs> like, for me. You're like a prophet. <laughs> but you know what I'm drinking right now? Water. Aw. What? You, oh, keep, you okay, buddy? Your body's going to go into shock. <laughs> I know. It's, you it's kind of scary. Yeah, that's what I mean. You, you can drink a lot of soda or whatever if you're going to, but drink a lot of water too. You know, you got to equal it out. So it's it's my water hour. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka's made, made out of water. <laughs> yeah, there's some water in there, right? He knows uh, check, that. He, yeah, go I was going to say, check me out on Twitter at Quati Tony or on the Gadget Spa podcast. He knows that vodka means water. He's Shannon Barnson. It's it's clear. Is that all the requirements are for water these That's days? That's water. Yeah. Uh, welcome to day whatever of the endless fucking bummer. Um, <laughs> Positive energy. I love it. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any more. It's gone. I'm done. Fuck this shit. You know. Um, now, actually, I saw something cool today. I was telling you guys before. Uh, one three very calmly ladies in bikinis washing a truck calmly you mean calmly no calmly means they're doing it calmly comely means they're attractive he's right you gotta start drinking mountain dew uh you know i felt like your iq up carrie carrie nailed it i felt like i drove into a budweiser commercial because then shannon produced that six pack of budweiser and all those girls started loving here they are um And uh, and then there was a cool little the lady next door. It must be it's her birthday, and uh, like her whole family, her whole uh, Green Street was filled with cars with balloons, and they were all honking and giving her presents, and she was out there crying. That was pretty cool. So it's it's nice to make old ladies cry. Yeah, but she was just so happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like oh, something new. I, I've been joking that this feels like the worst episode like remake of groundhog's day ever no i think this is like this was a thanos like first plan like his rough draft yeah and and like you know this was like on his vision board and he just kind of like "Mm, i don't know i'll put this in the garbage pile let's give it a shot Um, (laughs) like this is like he only collected two of the stones and that's about it he just stopped but i've actually realized so like jen's son uh jackson who's autistic he watches cars every morning. Pixar's so every morning, cars? he watches cars. Okay. Like Owen Wilson, Lightning McQueen. Yeah, and um, hell yeah. But so, like every morning, I get up and I walk downstairs and I go, "Hi, Jackson. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> what you watching? Cars." And then I go, "You ever seen that before?" Yes. <laughs> I love the honesty, just the blunt um, honesty. Well, he never said yeah. that kid has said no to me one time. I've heard him say the word no one time. And that was uh, when me and Jen were first uh, dating and I sang something 
in, in the kitchen and he goes, and I go, think I got a good singing voice there, Jackson? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> and what, before we, before we introduce Lee, here's a little something regarding cars that I'd like you to hear. Okay. okay. Well, I'm Brian, the prime minister of New Zealand. Yes, we know so that. It's very nice to meet you, my lord. You're going to have yes. to excuse me. I'm just a bit jet lagged. Christ, what a flight. I watched a couple of films on the way over though, but my screen broke halfway through cars. Have you seen the film Cars, Murray? Do you know what happens at the end? Uh, let me just... Greg, uh, the Prime Minister wants to know what happens at the end of the movie Cars. Okay. <laughs> yeah, specifically, I'd like to know what happens between the main car and the girl car. Uh, Greg, just an update here. Uh, the <clears throat> Prime Minister wants to know specifically between the main car and the girl car, do they get together at the end? Yes, I believe they do. Oh. <laughs> they do get together. Good. Was touch and go there for a while. Thank you for that, Murray. That was well done. <laughs> right. That's the sort of thing we should be doing in New Zealand. I'll make a note of it, Prime yeah, Minister. Yeah, make a note of that. Talking cars. I'll put you down here as one of the creators, though, because you've come up with this concept here. Of, I think so, yeah. yeah. Put me down as a okay. creator. <laughs> Do you mind if I put my name on that as well, Prime Minister? Just as I've... Put it down, Murray, co-creator. There you go. God. <laughs> I, I love Flight of the show. Concords. So good. Remember when we saw him live? That was so great. That was a good show. Damn. Yeah. Lee George Cade, everybody. And that, that was a That was a recording of every meeting I've ever been in with a CEO. Right. Yeah, yeah. I did make that up, didn't I? <laughs> not. I mean, not always. Sure, there's exceptions, but um, you know, funny thing. I I came back onto Facebook this week because I thought maybe I could expand my power to do good by not being able to leave the house, and and I watched the rise and fall of the Redwood Drive-In Theater, and that was. It's. I'm gonna murder him. Just came in on my egg food, just stomping all over my intro. What did he do? Oh, he just came in to say something about lawn mowing. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't want to interrupt us by mowing the lawn, so he interrupted us. <laughs> That's awesome. I was wondering, I was like, is Egg here? I thought I heard yeah. him. I wasn't sure. I heard yeah. that, and I was like, I was like, where is that other voice coming from? <laughs> God. He's like, he's like, have you started yet? And I'm like, yes! <laughs> um... Now, Lee brought up uh, the Redwood Drive-In um, uh, because we, I think we talked about it last week. Uh, yeah. Drive-in movie, drive movie theaters uh, in all through Europe are just huge right now. Yeah, and, and I, I e yeah, think they ahead. thought they were going to be able to do that here, but they didn't clear it with the county first, so it was Ooh. really fucking special. Ooh. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so all week they're like, <laughs> we're going to be doing movies! And people are like, well, how are you going to do restrooms, concessions, blah, blah, blah. We're doing movies! And then yesterday, we can't do movies. Oh, <laughs> that's a bummer. Because I, I, well, I saw the lineup that they had. They were showing a couple Indiana Jones movies. And yeah. Yeah. I think there's some problems there. Like, how do you police a lawless wasteland like the Redwood Drive-In? Yeah. I don't know if you've been there lately, but, I mean, it's like barbecues and an open bar out of the back of some Bubba's truck. It's the uh, it's the one time that the white supremacists of Utah will actually get along with anybody that's a minority because, you know, that's that's how the barter system and the economy at a Redwood Drive-In works. <laughs> I, I've, I've been to Redwood uh, Drive-In about 72 times. I've seen, I think I've seen half a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you were doing. Nice. No, my, <laughs> my my first time there, my parents took me to see Dragon Slayer, and uh, there was a little movie called Heavy Metal playing on the screen behind yeah. the car. That's yeah. what so I, I always did. Guess what? Guess what? This ten year old watched instead of That's Dragon right. Slayer. Yeah, goddamn right you did. Right? <laughs> I was always like, the 
you'd, you'd be on the certain like oh let's go see um the rescuers down under mm. <laughs> okay and then uh i'd be looking around and say where are the titties shannon where are the uh, titties wait so <laughs> like was it a so that wait at that theater that night they had heavy metal and dragon slayer no they have yeah. two screens they had eight screens oh. at the Redwood yeah. Drive-In. Yeah. Like Heavy Metal Dragon Slayer. I like that name. So, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, do you remember the Valley View Drive-In out in West Valley? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so... Like right, right down the street from my house. When I was 17, I dated a girl whose family lived at the fence line. Ooh. So nice. their, back, their back porch... That's free movies. ...looked out over that. I watched Back to the Future 140 times that year. <laughs> just, it's like, just got like a radio and tuned it to the yep. AM. That's and there's that's right. there's a reason there's a reason why I hate Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> now it's an old folks home. All right. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, well, sh- shout out to our uh, host as well, Mr. Kerry oh. Jackson. Oh, hi. Uh, still Monday through Friday, six to ten, x ninety six dot com, broadcasting live from Dink Studios. Uh, Reigning <laughs> champion of our hearts. Using technology. Um, and speaking of technology, I'm very happy to be able to play this for you. And this this was some good news for me last week um, because the warm weather's coming. I'm going to get the backyard set up. I can't go anywhere, of course, but I'll, <laughs> I'll be able to go into the backyard and I'm going to be able to listen to this. I was so, because you guys know how much I love the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks. Well, James Gunn released on Spotify. He has a, a few you know, music list that he has released. He released Meredith Quill's Guardians of the Galaxy mixtape. He says, today I added Meredith Quill's complete awesome mix to my Spotify account for you to enjoy. Uh, he wrote this. Uh, this is part of a list of songs Meredith Quill loved that I chose uh, the songs for Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 1 and 2 soundtracks from. He said some of these songs almost made it into the movie, like She's Gone from Hall and & Oates, uh, and others I always wanted to use but can never find the right place for them. Whatever the case, I never intended on sharing these songs, but I might as well use, I might use them in future movies, but I think we all uh, need for all of us to have some joyousness in these difficult times to outweigh that. So, uh, hmm? Jen heard you talk about that on the radio the other day, mm-hmm. and she li- she was listening to it, yeah, um, this week, and it's it's really good. How it's, many it's, uh, songs is it? There's it's, like thirty or more. Yeah, oh, okay. It's pretty. It's pretty extensive. Nice. It's a pretty it extensive playlist. So I'm just gonna hit shuffle here. We'll listen to a few of them. Okay. Slap. Bob Welch, "Sentimental Lady." Okay. B. W. Stevenson, a song called "My Maria," which I have no idea. Let's hear. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Wu-Tang used that sample straight up. Probably. (laughs) I remember that song pretty vividly. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good song. We all know this. So the car's just what I needed. Very underrated band, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. Uh, Quite a few tracks from the babies on this. Uh, So you got Isn't It Time. I've seen visions of someone like you in my life. The screams of Meredith Quill, doesn't it? David Bowie, oh, you pretty things, of course. Written it all by a puzzle man who questioned what we were here for. All the strangers came today. And the 
This one I found to be an odd choice. You make me feel like dancing. <laughs> on the dance the night away. You make me feel like but uh, it, it, in keeping with uh, Meredith Quill, that, that's the kind of stuff that she would listen to. I'm, I'm with this one. I like this one a lot. Andy Gibb. Uh, and he's got Ly- uh, Wichita Lyman from Glenn Campbell again. Because, you know, Glenn Campbell made it into volume two. Uh, let's see. Patty Smith. Because the Night. Which you've heard remade, I'm sure. Uh, Jigsaw Sky High. Uh, just to, it's just it's just got so much stuff on there that oh, it was, it's really Shannon, good for you. Yeah. Here you go, Shannon. <laughs> this. I know you love all the notes. Fuck it with this. Do you mean the masters? We do not the call masters. them all notes. That's right, <laughs> the, the masters. Everybody's trying to tell me what is. I gotta tell you, I saw these guys live in Vegas mm-hmm. a few years ago. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, that's what I hear. I hear they yeah. do a good show. Did you so see? Uh, I was going to say, did you see John Oates on uh, the Goldbergs the other night? I did not. It was a it was a bit where they were trying to get Hall and Oates for some telethon, and at the end of the episode, John Oates, the real John Oates, shows up yeah. as a janitor at the high school. So, well, I thought that was just <laughs> fitting. <Yeah. laughs> so I got, I've got go two ahead. notes. Um, one, when you hear Hall and Oates, you realize how fucking amazing Flight of the Concords are at their job. Mm, mm. because they they yeah. parody things so note perfectly and mm. then we uh, you know when you play the cars i'm always reminded of how brilliant it is that they managed to get a band that so many musical genres can actually claim right so classic rock that's a cars uh, car genre new wave that's a car genre i would i would say uh. even like yeah a little bit of punk a little bit of uh euro synth it's all mm-hmm. in there i mean rick okasic i don't know how they did it but it's a period of time where there was so much divisiveness in music uh, in the early 80s, late 70s. Yeah. And uh, yet you can hear the cars on just about any format. Well, I remember arguing with uh, our PD at KJQ in the early days. It was the, you know, the alternative station in Salt Lake. And I'm like, why aren't we playing the cars? And he kept yeah. saying, they're a rock band. That's a classic rock band. Right. And I'm like, I'm like. They're not though. They're uh, they 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 lean new wave, and I think we should be playing them. And I I never won that argument. Yeah, yeah. it's it's wild though because I mean I remember late '80s hearing them play. You know, <laughs> right after Billy Squire on Rock 103, right? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> they got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last year, didn't they? I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, last year or the year before. I think it's, they're in there. It's rigged. It's rigged. <laughs> Hey, right. can I tell you one other thing before we get going on real business? Yeah. Um, so Wait, are because... you saying Meredith Quill was not real business? <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? Well, see, the folks listening can't see that Carrie picked up the business. That's the, true. The, the, the stack of paper. <laughs> yes. So um, so, so <laughs> as as some of you know, I, I work in the mental health field, right? 
I'm going to start collecting some of the conspiracy theories that I've been told in the last week of what's going on. Yes. Oh. I want to hear this. I yeah, because I've got one guy One guy who told me that he had to leave the rest home he lives in because they were creating the earthquakes. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> this, huh? week, this week, I was told by an 82-year-old woman that the federal government, under the control of Mitch McConnell, hired a lab to create a virus so potent that it would wipe out all of the senior citizens so they wouldn't have to pay out the entitlement programs anymore. That I believe, though, actually. Jesus. I know! That's I know! Genius. Genius. She pegged it! <laughs> I believe that. All right, uh, let's get to the filthy business then. And the filthy oh. business we, we start these days now are simply uh, what's being pushed back. Yep. <laughs> You're not going oh. to get this for a while. I thought the filthy business was when we talked about who did. <laughs> no, that's, no. That's the other filthy business. That's the other business. filthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've pushed back uh, the Batman movie. They've pushed back the Flash movie again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again and again. You know, I don't believe that this Flash movie will ever, ever happen, nah, frankly. Probably. Well, it uh, will, but it, Ezra Miller's going to play the dad. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> probably. Uh, they've pushed back uh, Doctor Strange 2. They have pushed back yet, you know, and yet I'm saying yet again, because these are, you know, pushbacks again from other pushbacks. Uh, Sony and Marvel Studios pushed back their untitled Spider-Man sequel to November of 2021. Uh, Disney has moved Thor Love and Thunder again. Uh, just look up these dates. I'm not going to bother giving you these dates because... I'm they're sure they'll get pushed. Change. Yeah, they're going to get pushed back again. Yeah, I, they're never was, coming out. Never. I was pretty excited about the news of uh, Scooby Doo. I've got that. Scoob. Yes. Um, the uh, the one that I Zoinks. I'm I'm strangely curious about Please, because Scoob. it has I'm Blue not... Falcon and Dog Wonder in it, and and Captain Caveman, and Captain Caveman, but they haven't they haven't officially leaked that yet. Um, wow. But Scoob will no longer. Uh, uh, be Scooby-Doo's first animated theatrical film, uh, which was what it was going to be. Uh, it is going to be released direct to digital on May 15th, so you can uh, watch it at home. Because I think they saw how much money uh, that Trolls movie did. Trolls did pretty well. Uh, yeah. made it's going to keep doing well, too. Yeah, because so kids will watch anything. None of you guys have little kids, right? <laughs> no. So I, I work with well, the lady. Jay. She's yeah, but I mean, he's living big. in he's, living uh, in your home right this thirty seconds. Okay. All right. So I work with a lady who has four kids under the age of ten. She routinely just drives to a parking lot and cries because she can't get away from her children. They they can't go outside to play. They can't go to a friend's. So when they get done watching the three or four movies that'll shut them up for an hour and a half, they go straight for their parents. I love. I love <laughs> this her. Isn't I, this love hearing this, I love hearing this shit. I've been talking to parents of my kids, and they're just like, God, I don't know how you do your job. I'm like, right? <laughs> Pay them more. Right? Exactly. But it's, diff it's different when they're your kids. I mean, teachers have it bad. You've got 30 little fucking goblins in your room driving you crazy for eight hours, nine hours, ten hours a day, and then you got to take care of all the shit you're supposed to do afterwards. But your own personal child, they have it in their DNA. They know how to get under your skin in special ways, <laughs> right? Because because they're wired to do it, right? Because yep. if they don't, if they don't know how to get under your skin, they don't get fed. 
<laughs> I never thought of it that way. It's just Damn. Dropping science, like. So they they fuck with you in a special way, and I imagine being uh, being under house quarantine way. with four children is a special hell. So we could just assume the darkest timeline. <laughs> so no, I'm totally excited for Scoob, and we're gonna have like a movie night. We're gonna pop some popcorn in the in the popcorn popper on the stove. Have oh, some you're hot gonna dogs. do like some homemade popcorn action? Yeah, hot dogs nice. and nachos. Have you hot done dog, it with hot uh, dog, hot diggity dog? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't uh, only use doing a little oil. Mickey Mouse house there, Jay? Yeah, I, look, <laughs> I had yeah. That shit's that's it's a bop. It slaps. It slaps. Okay. Yeah. Movie night. Anything without abortions or foreigners in it? Okay. <laughs> what? I don't know why I have that. I don't know why I just have that lying around. <sighs> All right. Um. And then other things that we're not going to be getting uh, were released uh, today. What, healthcare? Uh, TV, and that. Uh, TV, <laughs> stu- TV studios have begun to terminate deals as a response to their, you know, economic uh. uncertainty. Uh, Hollywood Reporter reports that Marvel has terminated overall deals with TV showrunners Steve Lightfoot and Paul Zibuski. Uh, the packs are believed to be some of the first to be what's called force majeured amid the industry-wide production shutdown. Uh, Lightfoot uh, was most recently, he was the showrunner on the Punisher TV show, which was canceled after a two-season run. Uh, let's see, he's been, he was working on some other stuff. He's been asked to leave. Um, and the Hellstrom TV series, apparently we're only going to get like one season of it. Wait, what's Hellstrom? Uh, uh, Son, Son of Satan. Satan. Is it a, that's a Marvel property? It's yep. a Marvel property, yeah. Yeah, we've, cool. we've talked about it before. Um, so, I don't so, remember it. <laughs> uh, so only only Hellstrom and two animated shows are coming to uh, to Hulu, and that is uh, MODOK and Hitmonkey. And because they're animated, it's easy to produce in a yeah, situation I'm like for that. Right. Shit. So, well, so, I can actually... I can see them go. I can see them going the direction of of animation for a lot of projects. Yeah. I know in on the Pacific Rim, a lot of the animation that's produced, they have soap operas that are animated. They're not. It's not all just superheroes and uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. It's easier and cheaper to produce a soap opera or a drama through animation in some of these Pacific Rim areas because you can't control your shooting schedule in a city of fifteen million people. You know, so well, yeah. go ahead and I, animate it. I would venture to say there are equal or more regular style drama animes than there are supernatural yeah. superhero based ones in Japan. Well, yeah, there's like tennis dramas and volleyball dramas. Have you guys yeah. seen? Have you guys seen the altered carbon? Uh, the altered, uh, the altered carbon anime. I keep forgetting to, to check that uh, out. Yeah. But it's I want Netflix, to. right? Yeah, I actually like it more than the series. Like it looks really Whoa. cool, and I love altered carbon. It's the only show on Netflix with a budget. <laughs> Here we drink. go again. Yep, drink. All right, everybody drink. Shot of, All right. shot of bleach. There mm. we go. All right, now that we've had our shot of bleach, let's take a so, break. And... Uh, well, I'm going to say once again, this coronavirus, Yeah. It, the main thing it kills is fucking fun. That <laughs> is you know high what? on the death toll for sure. Amen. You know what? I'm still having a great time, guys. Everything's fine. <laughs> Shut up, you liar! Uh-oh. He's lost it. He's lost his mind. Hey someone, guys, someone tell his fiance. <laughs> Positive energy, y'all. 
All right, we'll take a break. Only Kendra. good vibes. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> After these <laughs> messages, and now a special message from Dave at Doctor Volts. Dave and the Dr. Volts crew would like to thank everyone for their continued support through these difficult times. Dr. Volts Comics is committed to continuing to serve our beloved community. Dr. Volts intends to remain open for our customers, and we're offering curbside pickup. We can even send you your comics in the mail. Call us for details. We are temporarily closed on Sunday so we can keep everything clean and organized. We are strictly following the state's guidelines for social gatherings, so we ask our dedicated customers to help us comply so that we can remain open. Though new monthly titles have slowed down, the Dr. Volt's crew has been hard at work preparing our extensive inventory of back issues for sale. All of this hard work is so that we can bring you New For You Wednesdays. New For You Wednesdays are the opportunity to pick up that storyline everyone keeps recommending or fill in those missing pieces for your collection. Every New For You Wednesday, we'll be putting out new back issues for sales. And if you can't make it on Wednesday, no problem. Until further notice, back issues will be 20% off every day. So wash your hands, be safe, and read comics. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City, it's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Uh, I got some Star Wars news. Good I news? I like Star Wars. Or push news. Are they coming in the ship to save us? Are they are they are they are they taking us to Alderaan? Uh, <laughs> sadly, that was a long time ago. Uh, let's see. We got uh, more casting on that uh, Cassian Andor TV series. Oh yeah, because I, I told you last week about Skarsgård and uh, Kyle Soler are cast in it. Well, they've right. added two more: Genevieve O'Reilly and Denise Gough have joined. Um, the series. Uh, now, you know Genevieve O'Reilly, and she will return to her role as Mon Mothma. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, makes sense. Yes. Politician who worked to, to oppose the Empire helped found the Rebel Alliance. Uh, we don't know who uh, Denise Gach is going to be, but uh, the uh, Cassian Andor Diego Luna series apparently now, we know, is set five years before the events of rogue of rogue one so it puts it really close to solo oh it does mm-hmm. oh interesting okay very so close to solo so there's that and they have uh they're in post-production on season two of the mandalorian or in the middle of it and uh they've already agreed we're gonna do season three of the Mandalorian. oh yeah so, fuck yeah uh yeah it says here uh uh, months before season two is set to air, they've already agreed. One source says Favreau has been writing season three for a while. Uh, the second, oh yeah, the second season of the Mandalorian rap production last month, and uh, so they're just doing the special effects, and apparently they can do all that 
in their own homes and uh, different places. So there you go. Uh, last sh- we le- huh? It's a shame that show didn't get any traction. I know, right? Last we left off, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda had escaped the clutches of Moff Gideon, who was revealed to be the wielder of the famed Dark Saber. What? what? Coolest uh, de- saber ever. Yeah. Details about season two are scarce at best, uh, but we do know. Apparently, Michael Bain is going to be in there from the guy from the Terminator. <laughs> Michael Bain. And is there that the are guy still... that played is that the guy that played Kyle from in the, the original Terminator? The original Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he came back. All the way just to get her pregnant. That's wild, man. <laughs> That's some Maury Povich shit. Um, then, and then there are the rumors about my uh, beloved Rosario Dawson appearing as Ahsoka Tano, which is still rumors. Unconfirmed. Uh, uh, I would, let's I see. would so love they, to see her as that. Oh, oh. Well, because I got looking at, at Ahsoka Tano the other night when I was watching mm-hmm. Clone Wars. And I'm like, yeah, I can see it. She's oh, you an can older totally Ahsoka. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, a new series is in the works at Disney Plus because that's where you're you're going to be getting your Star Wars. Apparently, for some time, mm-hmm. is going to be well, on Disney Plus. Oh, I read about why, this. Why do movies? Yeah, I mean, seriously, because you spend <laughs> you spend two hundred million dollars on a movie for assholes like me to shit all over it when you could just do the Mandalorian. And <laughs> but I mean, finally, I can say I'm not a Star Wars apologist. So you know, take that, assholes. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Disney Plus is developing a female-centered Star Wars series that will be written and showrun by uh, Leslie Headland, uh, who is the uh, co-creator of the Netflix show Russian Doll, which I hear is quite good. Ooh, it's so really good. good. It's really good. It's good. And okay. I also read that it's going to be like sort of martial arts-based. Well, hmm. it says here the gist of the series, the plot of which is under wraps, but is understood to be a female-driven action thriller with martial arts elements set in an alternate timeline from the usual Star Wars universe. What? Okay, what? I'm in 100%. That sounds awesome. So this whatever shit. that means. Uh, so there you go. Um, they said all the favorite words of mine. Star Wars, <laughs> martial arts, alternate timeline. I love all those things. <laughs> So, I mean, look at all the Star Wars content that you're getting on Disney+, Plus, plus you know, including the Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Kenobi series and, uh, you know, the Cassian Andor. And, you know, you got Rebels or uh, Clone Wars going right now. Then you got the docu-series starting on May 4th about the Mandalorian. So if you're a Star Wars fan, you got to have the Disney+. Plus, and if you don't, sorry. More Star I'm, Wars. I'm curious with that docu-series, do you think they decided to do that? when they started the production of Mandalorian because they knew it was going to be a big hit? Or do you think they said, we got a couple extra bucks we can throw at this to make a docu-series. In case it goes huge, we'll have another eight episodes of something to make real quick for it. Oh, I'm sure it's afterthought. And I'm sure it's all Favreau's doing because the 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 uh, the look of the show, I've seen some clips from it. Mm-hmm. It reminds me an awful lot of his, uh, he had a show called Dinner for Five mm-hmm. uh, for a while, which was very good. And it was just... Show. Them, you know, him and four other celebrities in a restaurant just having dinner. And oh, uh, so, a good show. And, and really good the show. format looks an awful lot like that. It's a round table thing. And, and I, you know, I'm sure they had behind the scenes footage that they didn't know what to do with. And Favreau uh, went, ah, I get you. Nice. Uh, also, Lee's going to be excited for this, I think, uh, because you like the character Dr. Afra, right? I love Dr. Afra. Dr. Afra is a techno-archaeologist who, um, 
her first her introduction in the Darth Vader comic is her breaking into a vault and uh, a bunch of guards show up and it's literally like frame for frame the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's setting the trap. She's got the MacGuffin and she's getting out and the guards show up and they take it away from her and she yells, that belongs in an armory. So no she's way. basically, oh yeah. <laughs> so A, she's Asian. Um, she's Darth Vader's right hand enforcer and wet works person. She has a evil version of R2-D2 and C-3PO. Um, her R2 is a blastomech droid. Like he's just filled with, with munitions and guns. And her <laughs> C-3PO is really big on um, dissecting people and seeing what flesh, what the melting point for flesh is. What? So Dr. Aphra is an amazing comic. And uh, I love it so much. Well, if you go back and look at the, uh, I think on your Marvel app, you'll be able to see the Darth Vader yeah. volume one comic series that she well, debuted she, and she got her own series which is fantastic yeah. oh and she and she's gay oh bonus yep. uh dr afra nice. is getting an, an audio book uh written written by ya novelist sarah kuhn adapting the work of the volume one comic series and the comic book series so they're going to take that as a jumping ground and uh make an audio book they haven't cast the drama voices yet uh, and the story itself is not entirely original, but if you're a Dr. Afra fan, you probably want to find this. It's going to be released July 21st. They should just do a series because uh, Marvel or Disney has already employed the woman who should be playing her. Who? Uh, the lady who plays Sky in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. Chloe, I'm with Chloe that. Bennett. Chloe, yeah, Bennett, Chloe, is her Bennett. Name. Chloe Bennett's already working for Disney, and she fits the part perfectly. She'd she has be the athleticism. Perfect. Yeah. Mm. Oh. So I, when I when I start, I like to dreamcast, you know, figure <laughs> out who we want to put in. Chloe Bennett's literally Dr. Afra. She's perfect. Good casting. It, I, I feel I like you that. have a vision board, Lee. Yeah. I do. It's got strings. <laughs> yeah. And just no, pictures of just... Chloe Bennett. <laughs> no, not your, not your conspiracy theory board, your dream oh, board. Oh, oh, Lee, those are different. <laughs> uh, then there's this. Uh, this will make Tony excited. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, <laughs> gonna, wait, let me get some jelly beans <laughs> to celebrate with. Uh, here it is: the the writers of Venom are going to make a movie live action of One Punch Man. Oh, I'm in, hundred <laughs> percent. Celebrated celebratory jelly beans. <laughs> one Punch Man is amazing. I love One, one Punch Man. I I don't know how they're gonna escape a. Uh, adults only rating or something because it is one of the bloodiest animes you will ever see in your life okay not one of the bloodiest but it's very bloody i mean one I, punch and you explode i know they you know, just I, explode into viscera they say they want to they want it to be a franchise um i think that it should be rated r the way oh, that it, I should understand it should it. it should definitely be at the very least a very hard almost r pg-13 because they're not mm -hmm. big into laying excuse me, language or, or sexual content or anything like that. It's, it's really violent, but on the anime side, it's, it's really cartoony violence, you know, mm. so they could maybe get away with PG 13, but I wouldn't surprise me if they did an R rating. It could, it could easily do that. Know, this want, is, uh, this is through Sony where they're doing that. So I just want half an oh. hour of Saitama's trading regiment. It's the most amazing thing. <laughs> I do a hundred pushups every day. Speaking of speaking of Venom, Venom Two, the official title is "Let There Be Carnage." That's so shitty. <laughs> and it has 
been pushed no, back Shannon, as well. No, Shannon. No, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a stupid title. You're a stupid title. <laughs> well, that was a carnage. That was a story. That was a story run in the comic, I believe, in one of the comics. I want to say they it was. Just call it Maximum Carnage. Yeah, that's right? what it was called in the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought Let There Be Carnage was another run recently. All right. No, it sounds like a death metal album. <laughs> Somebody must own Maximum Carnage for one other thing. All right. We are uh, sarcophagus, and... and this is our new album. Let there be carnage. <laughs> Fountains of blood spray all over the uh, all over the the, the uh, stage. That's the sound sounded, of fountains. I kind of sounded like that Klingon you uh, interviewed on Patreon this week. Yeah, Pock, son of Throg. He's an interesting fellow. You should check yeah, him out on Patreon. Some, he's got it's some a, issues, man. It's a geek show. A geek show. Oh, it's Patreon.com/slash/geekshowpodcast, and for uh, very little money a month. And you can, uh, you can... hear, uh, ask a Klingon. <laughs> and there will be more episodes of that because we still have questions to answer. So. <laughs> Which is Tony interviewing a Klingon and asking him questions that you, the Patreon subscribers, he's, submit. Uh, he's trapped here for a while because uh, <laughs> he, came, he came to visit the lovely uh, Baltimore. <laughs> you know, when you're coming on an intergalactic journey, the first place you go when you get to Earth, well, Baltimore. He called it the lovely battlefield of Baltimore. Yep. Uh, and now he's quarantined. He's stuck and, here. And uh, sometime toward the end of the week, I'm going to be unboxing this uh, remote-controlled flying Starship Enterprise, putting it together, and attempting to fly it in my backyard. Nice. Uh, that will be a video on the Patreon coming later this week. Nice. And I'm a. I got. To, can I announce my Patreon? Of course. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be doing some uh, some Geek Show-themed drinks that I've been concocting. Um, yeah, because, yeah, you know, hey, if you're going to... The quarantini is pretty stupid, but you should be hydrating with drinking water. But if you would like a, a nice beverage, I got you. I, oh, I, saw, a, uh, I saw that uh, alcohol sales have gone up 200% in the yes. United States. Yes. Nationwide, yeah. Nationwide. <laughs> where I where I'm at... Oh, where I'm at, people just we we see we all see each other and we're all just looking at each other like it <laughs> He's like I you know, I, I really don't even like drinking. He's just like I just <laughs> What else I you just, do? Yeah, I he's gotta, like I just We we kicked it up a notch at uh Fort Osage, um where I'm holed up most of the time. Uh we went to the dented brick distillery. Because we're just mm -hmm. going straight to the distillery now, so I don't want to stand in these hour and a half lines at the liquor store. And uh, Dented Brick is a cool little place. Uh, I'm going to try to get them to sponsor me. Um, <laughs> just hey, sponsor you personally. Like, yeah. not, not hey, my me. name's Shannon. Uh, do you guys want to sponsor me? No, Shannon Barnson brought to you by. I am the Shannon Barnson, you know? Yeah. And, um, in fact, I'm wearing a Dented Brick uh, hat right now. Hey, you're um, already paving the way. And uh, But they not only sell their liquor, they have like... Um, cocktail helpers and we bought cbd oil uh um what's it called the, the herbal stuff the oil bitters bitters bitters, bitters. oh okay. orange orange cbd bitters nice kicking those cocktails up a notch i'm telling mm -hmm. you right now <laughs> fancy just like emerald bam <laughs> i was like 
last night. Good, good one, Tony. A, I drank a couple of those, and I was like, I drank a couple of those, and I looked at Jen, I was like, have you ever really seen a tree? <laughs> what, type of, what type of Middle Earth shit are you talking about? Look at that. I don't think I've ever really looked at a tree before. Man. Which uh, reminds me. A tree. That reminds I'm me of. Uh, it reminds me of Maximum Carnage's only single in Sweden, <laughs> Entfucker. <laughs> it was called Ent. <laughs> and and Entfucker. Entfucker Slade. It was great. I mean, it was. it's on the album Music to Burn Churches to. <laughs> the Entfucker. I mean, if you think about it, though, it'd be a really long song because Ents talk slowly. So. It's not a it's not a song for ants. It's a song about ants. Oh, wait, okay. Wait. What okay. wasn't the ant, weren't the ants like the United States in the whole? Oh, I thought you they said ant. No, <laughs> no ants. Oh, Lord no, of the but, Rings. No, I know, <laughs> but weren't 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 the ants like the United States? And because remember, isn't it right? Oh, late to show up to the party. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that smash stuff? No, I'm yeah. just trying to remember who everyone was. That's all. Okay, so oh, okay. random. Yeah. random. I'm making a mojito, everyone. Who would like a mojito? <laughs> I you Need booze. <laughs> I thought you said ant fucker. I'm like, this incest porn is just getting out of control. Out of you, control. No, no, no. You were See, thinking, I was thinking of, the insect myself. <laughs> you were thinking of Daniel Close's uh, 1988 comic, Needle Dick the Bug Fucker. <laughs> Wait, is that a real thing, or are you blueberrying us? Yeah. It's a real thing. I mean, Daniel Daniel Clouds was a weird fucker. Anyway, he had Ed the Happy Clown. Oh uh, yeah, that was a that was the guy who had a comic strip about a guy who had Ronald Reagan on the end of his dick, and he'd just masturbate all the time so he could make <laughs> Ronald Reagan puke. So <laughs> that is very weird. <laughs> you know, I love comics. <laughs> You drank all our good liquor, you big moocher. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a break and we'll come back and finish this off. All right. So after, after these the messages, messages, we run back. We got to sync that up. Feeling cooped up at home? Are you not entertained? For the best selection of board games, magic, Dungeons and Dragons, figurine painting sets, puzzles, and more, Haster has it. Our friends at Haster Games are staying open and offering curbside service. Or you can also go into the store. While you're spending more time at home, Haster has hundreds of great family games, two-player games, and solo games in stock. Now with curbside service, you can go to hastergames.com to shop and buy your games, and then just call them when you get to the store and someone will bring it out to your vehicle safe and convenient. Haster has open board gaming all the time, so you can demo any one of the games from their 300 games library before you buy. Haster Games is locally owned and operated. They're located at 6831 South States. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster Games, we're all in this together. Do you like video games? Yes. Dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. Oh, I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are back. Okay. Um, bird noise. Bird noises. How does, how does Cardi B do that? She goes, okay. 
Okur. 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 It doesn't excite me as much when you guys say it. Yeah. Not quite the same. Uh, let's see. So there's this uh, new animated series that FX is putting together. And again, animation easy to do in a pandemic, apparently. Um, it's with, expensive, but go for it. You can, it's from it. you can record yeah. the voices at home. It's from Dan Harmon, Aubrey Plaza, Danny DeVito. Oh, I'm in. I'm totally in. And it's called Little Demon. Uh, it has greenlit the pilot for the half-hour animated comedy. Uh, also on board, uh, let's see, the other cast include uh, Lucy DeVito, who's that the his real-life daughter? daughter of okay. Danny and Rhea Perlman. Yeah, Lucy DeVito. Yeah. Uh, according to Deadline, Little, Little Demon imagines that 13 years after being impregnated by the devil, Danny DeVito. Mm, um, excuse me? <laughs> a, no, reluctant, a, a reluctant mother, Aubrey Plaza, and her antichrist daughter, Lucy DeVito, <laughs> a, attempt hey, to live in... Hey, a, is this a, Lucy, daughter of the devil? I was just going to bring that up. Uh, okay. His attempt to live an ordinary life in Delaware, but are constantly thwarted by monstrous forces, including Satan, who yearns for custody of his daughter's soul. Now, <laughs> Lauren Brichard, who created oh. Bob's Burgers, mm -hmm. some years ago did, uh, I think it was just one or two seasons on Adult Swim, a cartoon called Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. That was brilliant. Love that. And was it's brilliant. the it was a great little show. And if you go back, you can find it on the web. Go back and look at it. Most of the voice cast from Bob's Burgers is on there, including what? H. John H. John Benjamin, uh, who, who, who is who is Satan. Devil, right? He plays the devil. Yeah. yeah. Of course. And um, it's 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 a very funny show. Uh, so I hope that Lauren Burchard sues Danny DeVito's ass over this. <laughs> Damn. Or Dan Harmon or whoever it was that uh, yeah. came came up with came up with I'm using quotes the idea yeah unless they're so, adapting her show well, but oh yeah, yeah if they're just calling it a different name and she's getting royalties off of it that's a different story I don't know what entertainment lawyer out there would be like oh yeah sounds like a completely original show all the way down to the name of the main character <laughs> <laughs> so tan uh, anyway um and then there's this I know. Everyone was clamoring for it as you watched Hunger Games and you saw Donald Sutherland. You thought to yourself, I wonder what he was like when he was young. Yep. <laughs> it's like that Patton Oswald thing. Do you like uh, President Rose or whatever his name is? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. He, I like yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's great. Well, I'm going to make a show about when he was a kid. Well, I don't care Suck. about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a sad the little The Hunger boy. Games he prequel. He will, fo it will focus, focus on Corey Olanis Snow at Snow, age 18. Yeah. Um, and He's how he. He's the hero, right? He became. How he, before he would become the tyrannical president of Panem. Young Corey Olanis is handsome and charming. And though the Snow family has fallen on hard times, he sees a chance for a change in his fortune when he's chosen to be a mentor for the 10th Hunger Games, only to have his elation dashed when he is assigned to mentor the girl tribute from impoverished District 12. You're getting the book on May 19th, and they've already said, yeah, we're going to make the Suck movie. it, loser. Stupid <laughs> District 12. 
<laughs> Get in, loser. We're going to District 12. I'm not a Hunger Games. I'm not a Hunger Games hater. I love. I like. Listen. I really, to I really books. liked the books. The books yeah. were way really good. And, um, you know, I never saw the last movie though. I mean, the movies oh. were good too, but the the books were definitely better. But I thought they did pretty good by the movies. When, when they killed that little girl, remember? Yeah. What's did they? Name? Did they in the in the movie? Uh, yeah, they killed her yeah. in the movie. But in the it's, book, when I was. We were on a, a road trip, and they killed her. And I was like, "Pull over!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're very, they're very well written books they for, were. for what they were. I liked mm -hmm. them a lot. And then uh, finally, this uh, the uh, the book industry charitable foundation BINC is announcing announcing the formation of a new fund, especially aimed at assisting comic book stores. Mm, uh, good. Combining the uh, 100,000 pledge last year to BINC from the Oni Lion Forge Publishing Group to support comic book retailers, 250,000 pledged earlier this month by DC Comics. Uh, the Comic Book United Fund is intended to be the central location for any and all figures and organizations hoping to raise money for comic book retailers. Uh, DC Chief Creative Officer Jim Lee, who has been auctioning off drawings for comic book stores for this uh, charity, Oh, cool. Uh, on his uh, Facebook, I believe he's been doing it, or his Twitter. Uh, he said, if this pandemic has taught us anything, that's how pre precious and fragile the things that bring us happiness are. So we must protect the lifeblood of our industry. Uh, so there's corporate donations and uh, eBay. Oh, it's on eBay. eBay auctions of sketches. Uh, there is a, a hashtag creators number four comics. And uh, there are about 600 auctions taking place on Twitter, it says here. But you can make a direct donation if you'd like. If you just go to uh, donationpay.org and look for BINC Foundation Comic Book United, look for that, and uh, you'll be able to make a, a, a donation to help save comic book stores before it's too I'm late. I'm with the shit. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I thought it that's was a feel-good nice. story. Yeah. See, there you go. It's nice. Uh, what are you guys uh, using to fill your minds while while you're uh, quarantined? Well, well please, please not quarantined. But <laughs> uh, I've got two. One of them I kind of talked about when we're uh, we were waiting to record again. Uh, if you have HBO and you didn't ever see it, since it's on there and it's free now, uh, mm -hmm. I would highly suggest uh, Stuber, the Dave Bautista and the other guy. What's his name? Kumal Nanjiani. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the whole premise is Stuber is like, you know, your typical, I mean, uh, Dave Batista is just like your typical action cop, right? Mm hmm. Uh, but then he, uh, and his, uh, his partner gets killed at the start of the movie. It's Karen Gillan, mm -hmm. right? Oh, and, okay. Uh, now listen to this premise, listen to this setup. He has to get eye surgery. He gets like corrective eye surgery. So he can't see that good. Okay. But then he gets a hit that the guy that killed his um, partner, the guy that killed his partner is somewhere. He tries to drive and he crashes. Oh my God. So he calls an Uber. And it's, what's his face? Come on. Up, yeah. And, uh, Hilarity ensues, as Jeff would have said. Um, it's—I'm not saying it's a work of art, but it's stupid. 
and it's funny. It'll take your mind off the bullshit that's going on in the world. Right. Yeah. Now for two hours. Um, another one that I just started watching uh, last night and it'll make you laugh and it will make you cry tears of joy, which is like a rare thing, I think, right now. And I don't know if anybody's watched the good news with uh, John mm. Krasinski. I've seen a couple. Yep. It's on YouTube. It's free on YouTube. Yep. It's John Krasinski. Um, he's just like, hey, these just there's still good things happening in the world. And uh, it, it's a pretty tight, good little show, you know. There's a great interview with him and Steve Carell that had me laughing so hard that tears were running down my face. So um, <laughs> I think there's like five episodes and they're about 20, 25 minutes long. And okay. uh, it's a good thing to check out because it does. It's just like, I don't know if all y'all, I'm just like, fuck this shit. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Jay's a liar. And... Um, it's just nice to see like good uplifting kind of stories, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah. So check that out. I've been watching uh, on Hulu. There's a show called Brockmire. Oh yeah. Yes. It's got uh, Hank Azaria. Yes. It's, okay. It's yeah, super I saw funny. that. Okay. So I'll he check it out. A, yeah. He plays a washed up uh, baseball announcer and yeah. man, it is, it is a funny, funny show. And it he's is a, bonkers. He's a piece of <clears throat> shit. Oh, big time. <laughs> Love now, it. Tony, I don't want to ruin it for you. How far, how many seasons into it are you? Uh, I'm on the, I'm halfway through the second season. Yeah, because that, that's kind of when it starts to lose it because he's he's staying sober. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense from the episode I just watched where yeah. his dad dies. And I'm like, yeah. I bet uh, he's going to try and get sober. Yeah. And so it's not as funny when he's trying to be sober, huh? Well, because he tries to be a good person, and so the premise of the show is out the window. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Yeah, because well, that's the best I'm part. Gonna, He's just such a piece of shit. I'm going to finish it anyway, but... Uh, Do. I mean, I'm I'm in season three on it, and it's the final season, and it uh -huh. takes place in the future. Oh, okay. Where Brockmire is now the commissioner of baseball. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> wait to see how that happens. I'm going to have to have a commissioner of baseball? Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then they, uh, you know, it's 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 in the future. The future of baseball is in question. It's sort of a hail mary. Oh, I'm mixing like right my now? sports <laughs> metaphor. Yeah, and uh, he apparently has a daughter that he didn't know about. And <laughs> Unsurprising. And uh, so anyway, it's did, uh, I, I won't spoil yeah. any more of it for you. Did That's you a funny know, show, though. Speaking of sports, did you guys know that most of the um, mascot outfits for like major league sports? Are, are moldy inside? In yes. Yeah, yeah. Are made here? No, and they are moldy inside. And it's actually, uh, <laughs> it's actually a, a company owned by the original Jazz Bear. Oh. You know who told me cool. that? The, the current Jazz Bear? Big Buddha. <laughs> oh, Big Buddha? <laughs> oh, yeah. Why have you been talking with Big Buddha? How, how does this happen? <laughs> he comes to me in my dreams! <laughs> oh, so none so, of this is real. Only, <laughs> I've I found a uh, I found a webcomic and it's naughtier than shit and it makes me laugh so fucking hard. So is it Wormwood? No, no. <laughs> this is this is better because it's funny. Wormwood was unintentionally funny. So there's a there's a woman um, in Arizona, and I think her name's Stephanie Ledger. Anyway, she she wrote a comic called Oglaf. It's O G L A F. It is raunchy as hell. Um, this this comic does not give a shit about sexual orientation. Like. 
it's dudes on dudes, it's centaurs on centaurs, it's nice. it's women like on women. Right, but I mean, it's like Wormwood was kind of like <laughs> toss off fan fiction from a heterosexual male's point of view, right? Yeah. This it is a like, woman. It was D and D with fucking. Right. This is a woman nice. who's written a comic strip about. Uh, it's just a horny comic that's got all kinds of crazy shit in it. Uh, there's a dude who's been cursed by a queen that anytime he masturbates, his semen will come and tell on him. Like it, anim- <laughs> to it animates to her because he's not. He's not supposed to. He's not supposed to do that at all. So of course everybody in the kingdom's super horny for this dude. So he's constantly. <laughs> Anyway, it sounds really smutty, but it's funny. Like, it's really, really well written. It's really smart. Um, and it's got absolutely no gender bias whatsoever. So it's kind of really super, super progressive, well written, and smutty. So <laughs> it's kind of the perfect thing to read to get through the pandemic. Sounds like, point it's all right. <laughs> it sounds like it's What's it called point? again? Oglaf. Yeah. O-G-L-A-F. And, I mean, seriously, there's a couple of strips... Uh, they've got a whole thing on, it's their riff on Frozen, so, like, the Ice Queen can't create spring until she gets off, so there's always a, <laughs> there's always a line out the door until a whole bunch of dwarves show up with some mechanical aids. Anyway, it's funny oh, as shit. It's, but it's it, too bad, it's too bad Rebecca's not here today, because I think this is right up she, her alley. Yeah, she would love she it. Like... It's really, I mean, like I said, it's, it's one of those things, like, I'm almost embarrassed to talk about it, but on the other hand, it's super, super progressive. Like, it's... Um, it's already won awards because it depicts, there's just no, there's no like standard body size. There's no standard race. There's no standard gender, uh, bias. It's basically just horny people fucking, but in a funny way. <laughs> oh, so. I miss those days, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, what about um, you? Uh, you know what, to be honest, uh, I've been getting really into, this is, this is not, this is more music, uh, than anything, uh. Uh, the versus battles but between uh, hip hop producers uh, they do like an Instagram live so they had the, it started out with uh, Timbaland and Swiss Beats they kind of played all their mega hits that everybody knows and you know they just play their top 20 hits and they just kind of beat battle they had one uh, it was T-Pain Manny Fresh uh, RZA from Wu-Tang Clan and uh, DJ Premier went head to head they're just fun because you kind of just relive the days when we can go out and uh, hear these songs at a club or a concert and it's just a, it's kind of it, it's 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 real fun so it's it's called versus v v e r about places <laughs> what's that yeah places yeah i miss you know, those the, places i miss those places too man i just sometimes i i just drive to places i sit in a parking lot that <laughs> and sit just in the parking put, lot i've been in there yeah, hey, no, but I like I'll I make a list of this place. I make a list of shit that I would buy and then be, and then I just go online and then I look at it and then I'm like, "Oh, we can't afford that." And then once I'm done, I just drive away. <laughs> so, like I pretend to I like pretend to window shop. It's fucking weird. Um and then I've been watching like just to kind of I miss I do miss sports. I know we don't talk sports on here, but like I do miss the sports and uh I do I watch the ESPN 30 for 30s to get my little sports history and it goes good with my workout so that way I'm like I feel like I'm being competitive because you like you watch somebody lose a fucking gold medal and while working out you get inspired because their comeback story is good so just trying to keep the energy up you know and then uh, just uh, that's it that's, that's uh, really all about all I do I'm, I'm just I, reading uh, Michelle Obama's biography you know really yeah <laughs> she's got good shoulders uh, Speaking yeah. of sports, for our uh, wrestling fans, I'm sure we have many of them. 
uh, that listen to the show, uh, ESPN is showing the greatest matches uh, from the history of I WWE. saw that. Really? Yeah so, yeah, so I think I'm going to start recording that. Because if Are they don't getting... show yeah. The Undertaker versus Mankind, Hell in the Cell match. When he sl- when he smashed him through the top of the cage. On accident, and his <laughs> tooth broke out. Uh, Mankind's tooth yeah. broke out and came out his nose. How uh, how oh! far back how far back are they going? I mean, how how old are they going, going? All the way back. And actually, if you're like while we're stuck inside, um, the WWE uh, all access or the WWE Network thing is pretty fucking cool. Mm. Um, it's got like every single WrestleMania on it. Um, it's got. A, and then it's got like weird little things like um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's got a talk show on it. <laughs> where does, he he wrestle- use, does he use like his Stone Cold voice the whole time or does he talk regular? Yeah, he goes. So let me talk. Let me ask you a question there. Big show. <laughs> so it's not a you talk know. show. It's a yell show is what yeah. you're saying. No, he's talking to him and they have good conversations. All right. There's a there's a show on Netflix that the Big Show is the star of right yeah, now. It's, do you know what it's called? The Big Show, isn't it? No, it's called the Big Show Show. Oh, the Big Show <laughs> Show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I found I my mom's watching it, and she's like, yeah. "This is pretty funny show." He's actually to Paul, give it a his shot. Name is, his name is Paul White, and he's actually a pretty funny guy. He's been on Saturday Night Live uh-huh. a couple of the times when The Rock was on it, and there's mm. also they must have a partnership with WWE now. Oh yeah. I saw I saw an ad for a movie, and it's uh, uh, about a kid who finds an enchanted luchador mask. <laughs> Classic. And, and he gets like super wrestling powers, <laughs> and becomes like a little kid wrestling star yeah. on the WWE. So, uh, called. well, I don't do what I did last night. Um, my my wife tried to kill me. Um, that doesn't sound like Wait, a good whoa, bro, Yeah, don't like do you, whatever this is. Yeah, yeah. We've you been good, fam? It, we've been looking at, you know, movies on demand and we've been, you know, there's very few that we can agree on, you know. And I've been putting it off and putting it off, but that Tom Hanks Mr. Rogers movie. Oh, man. So I barely made it through that without losing my complete emotional shit, right? Don't get me wrong. It's a terrific movie. It really is. But it'll just get you, and you will but, start crying. Yeah, well, especially you. You're such a mark. I really am. And, uh, and, and what especially you mean with, by that? It's true. That he's a mark? Yeah. Ever since I stopped taking my meds, I'm a big old crybaby. That's yeah. all I know. So right, I respect you. Uh, so we finish it, and we're both just red-eyed Done. tears. Mm. And she goes, that was really good, but I liked the documentary better. And I and, and I said, uh, I didn't see the documentary. It's on and HBO. she she pulled out the remote and spoke into it and pulled up the documentary oh, and made me watch fuck. it right yo, after. Yo, y'all went back to back. back you got a double dose. Back, Mister. Yo, she tried to kill me last night. <laughs> death Damn. by death by moisture yeah, leaving dehyd- my body. Dehydration. Dehydration. Yes. Exactly. So I'm don't a, do I'm what Donnie don't does. So okay, should should we should we watch? Well, okay, should Maybe we watch like them a, though? A week in yep. between each one. Oh, rec- I recommend both of them very highly. But prepare yourself. Make what, your body you go, ready. If, 
if you go back to back, what is it? Recommend a buffer, you know, just like a, a palate cleanse. Days, days. Okay, should be your buffer. Yeah. <laughs> a big, a big pitcher in between. Big pitcher of orange juice in between. Yeah. So I'm gonna I've, watch. I'm gonna read uh, Oglath. Is, is that what it is? Maybe that'll Ain't help. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I finished. I finished the documentary. I look over at her. She's asleep. So she fell asleep halfway <laughs> through it. Oh, she. And I'm a mess. That. And so I decided I need something stupid and, you know, so I called up Daredevil on Netflix again and started watching season two. Hey, uh, uh, me. Yes? I was wondering, uh, are you watching The Masked Singer still? No. Oh, you're fucking up, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shannon, that was um, that was a work assignment. Oh, it's good. This, like, but it's you seemed actual... like you really liked it. <laughs> I'm really good at my job. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's got it's got actual uh, people you know on it this year. Oh, not oh really? Just Donnie Osmond. Yeah, like Brett Michaels was. Uh, he was on it this week. Like he was the one uh, unmasked. He was the banana. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds bananas. Hey. All right. Yeah. Do you want me to All do right. games? Yes, games, Tony, and then we'll we'll finish this off. All right. Uh, coming out this week, you have Gears Tactics. It's a Gears of War game that's turn-based strategy. Uh, so I, I don't know how that fits into the Gears of War demographic, which is usually just running around and shoot things. But maybe it's good. I don't know. Maybe they're um, like, you get a turn now. Yeah, now you can shoot. Okay, your turn to shoot. <laughs> your, turn to, your turn to duck behind the barrel. <laughs> Uh, we got a game coming out called Snow Runner, and you drive a semi truck with a tractor trailer full of stuff through the snow. That's, that's the wow. game. <laughs> turn, turn yep. into the slide. Turn yeah, into right. the slide. Nah, Big Jim, you got to turn into that slide. Big Jim, turn in, turn hey, in. Jim. Hey, hey. <laughs> We've taken someone's job and turned it into a game. We hope yeah. you enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. Uh, also coming out uh, this oh. week, something called Level yes. Head for the Switch. I don't know what that is. Is that um, is that where you just use a level to hang a picture? That's what it should be because everyone <laughs> could use practice with that. I did that last week. Um, See? Can I, I, am, I did one too. I am buying the stupidest shit online. Like I'll get some drinks in me and I'll just buy stupid shit. Like I told you about my Mandalorian jogging suit that's right mm -hmm. yeah uh, yesterday my poor tilly her hips are going on her because she's old and she's been sliding around on jen's thing so i buy way too many supplements for dogs and then i bought like a level thing for hanging pictures even though i've got like two pictures to hang you have it on your phone you know no, this is a very different thing, Carrie. And okay. when I show you, you'll right. be like, oh, fuck, I need okay. one of these. All right, sure. <laughs> uh, two more games I want to I want to talk about. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 for the Switch. Yeah! yeah. Hey, so isn't, some... that a, isn't that a death metal song? N nope. It's a game. Nope. It's a oh. Tupac. <laughs> it's, a, it's not for the people that brought us Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> this is a sister band. We uh, are sarcophagus! This is a sister band known as Coffinhead, and they brought you Streets of Rage 4. Um, and then Call of Duty Modern Warfare Campaign Remastered is coming out for Xbox and the PC. came out for PS4 about a month ago. They had a month exclusivity. So 
All right. There you go. What if, I want to play the snowplow game. It's called Snow <laughs> Runner 2. Snow, no, just one. Snow, snow Runner. Runner. I want to All right. Well, let's finish, let's finish this off with uh, another selection from Meredith Quill's complete awesome mix. And, uh, well, Stevie Wonder. There's a lot of Stevie Wonder on Meredith Quill's list. As it, as it should be. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Feel like barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. B, if you would please. Well, hold on. Before I do that, I just want right. to say also, uh, every night, or most every night, around eight forty-five, I'm doing a drunken uh, live chat on Facebook Live. Uh, this is so, what this is how extroverts get through the end times. <laughs> fuck. I know uh, you need it. I, I do. Uh, so if you want to join in on that, uh, it, I call it live at 8.45, but it might be 8.55 or 9.05. I respect your journey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, but yeah, so join in on that and uh, want me to finish off now? Please. Okay. <sighs> Fuck. Ham. <laughs> Again. Like, fuck, I just I don't even fucking care anymore. No, I don't feel all right. None of us feel all right. Can't you see what's going on? Just give me the fucking ham. <laughs>